Hello and welcome to the MHG podcast. Look, sometimes you've got a cough and it's miserable outside, a dark a day. So you need some strepsils or you need some kind of remedy, cold and flu remedy to bring the light and bring the joy. So that's what we're here for. I'm Nicole Bradley, hosting the podcast once again, and I'm joined by the Lemsip flavoured delight of a drink, Stu. How you doing, Stu? I'm pretty good. I, I don't feel ill at all, uh, which is nice. And so in the MHG Hunger Games, I think I've got a, a head you know, I've got a, a head start and hopefully I can eliminate you quite quickly. And uh, yeah. Uh, I'll eliminate myself. <laughs> I'll jump straight into the poison mist. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, I'm just going to put it out there to make it easier for Stu because we're, we're day late recording this anyway um, and it's a big weekend so I don't want to take up Stu's big weekend um, because it's the coronation and Stu's really excited for it Oh yeah, I've got all the bunting, got my Union Jack flags It looks like a Nazi rally here basically, yeah it's great Pretty much, uh, but it's <laughs> I've got a cough, I'm going to be coughing throughout Apologies if anyone's sensitive to it, but I can't ask you to try and edit all this out. I'm going to be all over the place. So apologies ahead of time. There you go, Stu. I've hopefully saved you about five hours worth of trying to get rid of my cough. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. So sod you. Yeah. Listeners, sod you because we're, you know, he's ill. So put up with it. No, I'm only joking. It's either that or no podcast. And we know how much you all need to listen to me. That's it. And we're late because of me, because and yeah. me because of work. So yeah. yeah, it's ultimately my fault. So I think yeah, pushing yeah. Pu- pushing Brad fault. into the poison mists is, is the next step. Um yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um what was I gonna say? Yeah, you think I'd talk less with a cough and a cold and a sore throat and everything, but that don't work like that. Nah. I talk more. Um yeah. But anyway, it is the Quick King's coronation this this weekend, apparently. What are you doing for it, Stu? Well, as I say, you know, apart from all the, the flag-waving, flag-shagging... Hit the youth in it, uh, yeah. Yeah, worship, uh, making sure that I do that Pledge of Allegiance, you know, all of those things are absolutely going to be doing. And in, How'd you do that? Uh, like, is there, have you got to go somewhere to do that, or is it like you just do it on your own? Is like official or what? I mean, I'm not doing it. Well, I think what they, they intend you to do is to, to do it into any microphones that may be hidden around your house maybe they're definitely hidden around your house so you know anything that's embedded in the tvs that the government send out and things like that just speak mm. directly get about a foot away from your telly when the coronation's going on and yeah talk directly at your telly make sure you pledge allegiance so that they know that you're uh, a good citizen yeah yeah okay no, that's not happening that's a black mirror episode <laughs> waiting to happen isn't it though the whole thing everything that we're living in right now is a is black, a black mirror, mirror episode, episode. Yeah. yeah yeah i don't i mean I mean, we've literally had Black Mirror happen. Like, it, like Charlie Brooker is a prophet. We've said this before. He prophesizes everything, and it all comes to fruition. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, the fuck are we over the monarchy? Ah, oh, dear. We're watching films and playing games. and yeah. Same shit we did when the Queen died. Yes, we're, we're going to be... Um... Going down to the area around our where our new place is, our new house will be moving into, and uh, just yeah, just having a walk around and just letting all the neighbours know that you're anti-monarchy. Yeah, I'll be wearing a you know not my king t-shirt and yeah, getting in with the neighbours. Yeah, do it, do it. Uh, we've got a free weekend. We're not travelling the country for Liverpool women or anything like that. 
but then we've got two weekends of it, so <laughs> because we was only doing one more as a surprise to Edith at the end of the season, but we've got one more away game, and we've done all but one away game so far. So we went, ah, we've got to. So we're going to um, Aston Villa, not next weekend, the weekend after. Ah, well, because why not? Uh, yeah, yeah. Apologies for you having to travel to the Midlands. That's that's never good. But well, um, they charge you to get into the Midlands now. I know, blimey. We nearly got caught out on the way back last time. Uh, well, apologies to any Midlanders. I'm only kidding. It's a nice area. Um, but yeah, no, what you said was like, we're not going around the country for Liverpool women. <laughs> it's just like out of context and not knowing you're talking about football. That sounds a little bit dodgy. It does sound like I'm some kind of creeper, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. Yeah. And that you've also got your partner involved as well. So that uh, in yeah. a kind of you know rose rose west style so that she's assisting you but uh so i i know one of the players dads right well that's again sounds the, like a threat <laughs> it does yeah, it does and one of the players dads actually uh follows the podcast at the site all oh, right so, okay hello I, I, found that, I found that out the other week and i went that's you and i won't say their name because it's not fair to do so but i was like that's you <laughs> jesus i didn't realize that's really cool. That's my, <laughs> that's my you, mate. We're not a threat to your daughters, promise. Um, no, I'm not, but he knows who the threat is, and it's small and ginger and acts like a Tasmanian devil. So, <laughs> you know. Um, but do you know what else could be small and ginger and act like the Tasmanian devil? What's that? Somehow video games, Stu. I don't know how I could segue that one, but hey, somehow we did. Oh, you could give, uh, do you know where else the Tasmanian devil appears? In video games, in that too. Tasmania video game on the Mega Drive. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was all right. Yeah, day. it was all right. It wasn't nothing special, but it was all right. It was back in the day when licensed cartoon video games were good, <laughs> just good. Yeah, there was a there was a nice gap. Well, not gap. There was a nice period of time where they were a little, quite a bit exceptional, like that kind of Looney Tunes and the Disney Aladdin era. Where they, yeah. they were really good. They That's were, the peak yeah. in it. Aladdin it was the peak of it all. I think so. Lion King was Lion King was like the Dark Souls of it all. <laughs> um, you had to do that perfect thing over the giraffe's heads, and it was just like, oh, that was hard. Yeah, um, that was so difficult. I I got so fed up with that music. I hate it um, now. Uh, but yeah, Aladdin was like the pinnacle. That was the uh, what's it? The Uncharted. Lion King was the uh, Dark Souls. And, the Mickey Mouse games are really good. Do you remember when Mickey Mouse was an acceptable character and not the front for all evil? <laughs> yeah. Well, he probably already was, but we just didn't know. We didn't know any about yeah. Castle of Illusion, you know, and all stuff like that. It was, oh, it was brilliant. And Donald Duck appeared. And yeah. It was all good. So the, the last but, thing I'll say on that before you move on to your game is the two things I found out about Disney. Well, no, one thing I found out recently and one I've known forever. One is that he was a Nazi, Walt Disney, which is... Uh, yeah. Really, 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 really right wing, like totally kind of fascist, uh, which is probably not a surprise to anybody. And secondly, and this is quite interesting, he always had the fact he was smoking a fag airbrushed out of his photos, the uh, of his official photos. And if you look at his photos, uh, he's always got like a V sign, like on his fingers. His fingers are doing a V sign because he was holding a fag, uh, a cigarette. Sorry for our American listeners. listeners. Um, yeah, so here's... God, a, yeah, we cancelled we in America now. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, no, I'm not saying that he was closeted gay. I'm saying that he was holding a cigarette that was airbrushed out. It would be funny if he airbrushed out a twink that he was actually with the entire time. And there's just this photo of his arm hanging in midair where he's got it around a gay man's shoulders. That'd be amazing. Yeah, when we say a twink, we mean a gay man, not a, a, a dough filled with cream. Uh, it could be a dough filled with cream. Anyway, but... <laughs> anyway, Stu, you're, you're really rambling now. <laughs> so sure. Brad, what have you been playing? Um, right, so from talking about one person's cack um, to another <laughs> cack. Well, it's called Kaku Ancient Seal. Oh. Um, and I can't say it, say it without sounding like I'm in a, a Mork and Mindy because it's just Kaku Kaku. And I know it's the new, the new. But hey, what are you going to do? I, I'm the, the, the person of strenuous links. So there you go. Um, so what you've got is um, Kaku Ancient Seal is... Feels very much like a turn of the century 3D adventure platformer mixed with some modern qualities. So imagine, if you will, um, Banjo Kazooie, but without Kazooie in it. Um, you kind of got that kind of structure. Uh, you're kind of running around collecting things, fighting other things. Um, you've got a pet pig um, that appears. Um, but doesn't it's not as interactive as as Kazooie is in Banjo Kazooie. I want a pet um, pig. I want a pet pig now. It's a flying pet pig as well. Oh, definitely one of those. Yeah. Um, so if you ever wanted to know, uh, pigs can fly. There you go. There's proof. And it, it's got a story. It's yeah, you know, it, yeah. If you want, um, I don't care about the story at all. Um, and it's it's basically like that early late nineties, early two thousands, mid two thousands game, and for it's good for it and bad for it. Um, it. It's basically got all the trappings, and I can't put my finger on whether I like it because of it or I'm a bit because of it. It's it's good, but I expected it to feel more modern. But it is modernised in places that make it feel better than those original games. But in other places, it's not, and it doesn't. Um, it's got like yeah. upgrade abilities. You can do stuff. Graphically, in places, it looks really nice. And other places, it looks shoddy. Um, it's it's such an in-between game at the moment. Now, it is early access. So I'm not going to go all in on the looks, because obviously, there's still some polishing to be done. Um but I don't know where I am with it. I don't know if I like it or don't like it at all. Um, I am literally middle of the road with this game. And I, honestly, I don't know if I can say to people, oh, do you know what, give it a try for yourself or and see what you think or annoy it or ignore it. I can't say any of it because it's got something, but I don't know what that something is yet. Um, and I don't know how long it's going to be in early access for... Um, but I think I'm now going to step back and wait for the full release. But this is what I would say is if you're into your open world adventure collector fonds and battling random enemies and stuff like that, stick it on your wish list and see how it comes out. That's about the only thing I can say about it. You don't need to get in on this one at the ground level. Um, it is a wait and see for me. 
Um, it's got some Zeldery bits to it as well. That's that's the weird thing. There's some bits I went, oh, this will work well in a, in a Breath of the Wild or something. It's got those elements to it. This is a bit Souls-like here. It's taken all the right elements and they put it into a Banjo-Kazooie-style game in my, in my mind. And it doesn't quite merge yet, but I feel it could do. Yeah. Yeah. So, three things. One, um, yeah. Tears of the Kingdom. I'm not sure, just to set like listener expectations... Because obviously you really care about our opinions on AAA games. Um, I'm not sure I'll be buying it as immediately when it comes out. It's going to depend on money. And I know that's a really boring thing to say, but it's just in case people are like, oh yeah, I'll listen to the podcast here, what they think about Tears of the Kingdom. I might not have it to talk about for a little while. I might do. I don't know. I'll keep you updated. Um, Second thing, yeah, with with, uh, early access, I personally treat them like Kickstarters. So I'm like, I'll put the money in if I think that it's got potential and I want to support that potential with the understanding that it might turn out to just be rubbish, you know, might be garbage, but I don't mind because I at least supported those people. But but what I also do is I wouldn't then, if I was playing it and thought it wasn't great, recommend it to anybody until it was complete. So a good good one is that um, what is now called Pacer, which I, I never got on with the Wipeout kind of clone yeah uh, i can't remember what it was called before right? uh, but, for, yeah. ooh, formula fusion formula fusion yes yes, yes yeah yes, yes, so i backed that on kickstarter but i wouldn't recommend I, even after it was finished i wouldn't recommend it to anyone but uh, that's beside the point that's it's, this isn't about that <laughs> but no i i would say so i always say to people yeah i i've played it i'm i think it's okay but for you wait until it's out of early access kind of thing that's what i generally kind of do um, yeah. And the last thing was, uh, how ancient is the seal? Can it still swim? Does it still like fish? You know, that, that how ancient is it? Well, it's so ancient that it listened to your joke and couldn't even clap like a seal. <laughs> nice. Um, nice. Um, and I forgot what the uh, the seal song is to sort of like go down and make a joke with that. So that that's gone now. Yeah, well, that, was, um, that was good. That was that was sharp. Uh, that was acceptable. Yeah, okay, that'll do. Um, but yeah, it's it's a weird game, honestly. The, it's got loads of different biomes in it as well, and it's the sc- they've almost done bull shots almost for their animated gifs and stuff like that. They've got on their Steam page because it doesn't translate to the early access build that I'm playing. Um, so whether they've got a this is what we're hoping it's going to look like, or they've got a build that's further along with everything thrown in that doesn't work on the early access builds. I don't know. Uh, but there's a distinct difference between what I'm looking at and what I'm playing. Um, so I, I, I'm intrigued. I, I will keep an eye on it. I can't recommend it at the moment. But there's something there. There's something. Um, as I said, I can't put my finger on it. And it's your wish list to keep an eye on it if you like these like open world adventure style games, that's for sure. Yeah. And if you're looking for a... Uh, um, a much cheaper Zelda-y, open-worldy type thing. Um, they'll probably both be 7 out of 10 games in the long run. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, it works for Seth Sterling to mock Zelda. So I thought maybe if we said how bad Zelda will be, um, or sort of like how middle of the road it will be, or how just a good game, and that's it, we might get lots of abuse and people listening to us. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. We should do some trolling, without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but anyway, I, I, I kind of agree. It's like 
Breath of the Wild's a brilliant game, but it's it's not the best thing I've ever played. It's mm. Tetris. And, you know, it's it, it's it, honestly, it's a great game if you love that thing. It's just I've, I've, I've still not completed it because I couldn't be bothered. And that's not the sign of a perfect game. Yeah, well, you know, everyone reacts to these things differently. Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, and also, I, I'm i tempted to give it a go and play it right now uh, before it's even out. I could do, you know, but I might not. <laughs> I've no idea how it was supposed to run on Steam Deck. Um, um, not great at the moment. Um, but yeah, I'll do what I usually do. It's I might give it a go, see if I like it. And if I do, I will purchase it on the eShop and play it on the Steam Deck if it runs well. Um, but yeah, it's intriguing. Um Ooh. I, I, I kind of either hope it's either the best game ever, like literally is the best game ever, or people play it and it turns out to be the biggest lump of turd ever and people just <laughs> don't know what to say. Yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. Well, we'll uh, yeah, we'll definitely get into that when it comes out. Everyone's going, <laughs> please, someone say it's bad, because it's bad, but I don't want to be the first to say it. Yeah, I don't, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, it's not well, going to happen. No. Well, 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 I don't think it could possibly be bad. I think it might not be. You know, it might disappoint some people, but I don't know. I don't think it could probably be bad. I don't think they've made a bad Zelda. Well, obviously there's the CD. What's it called? The CDI one. Oh, and yeah. And the very early Zelda games. But other than that, I think even if you're not a personal fan, I think they've all been pretty good. Apart from maybe uh, some of the Capcom ones. Uh, I would argue that we won. I did it even when I've played it. With the modded controls and everything, what was it called? I can't remember what it was called. Skyward, Skyward Sword. Yeah, mm. I just uh, I that didn't get on with it at all. Fair play. Yeah. Right. Well, uh, but we shall... everything else really good. Anyway, Kaku, yeah. Kaku, no, Kaku, Ancient Seal. Sorry. Uh, early access. Wishlist it. That's about all I will say about it. It's got something. Not sure what it is. Not ready yet. Wishlist it. Yeah. And if you're into seals, then definitely get it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, that, no, that's that's. The wrong person. I, no, I would no. always love you. That's Whitney Houston, isn't it? No. You just show save me what you've been playing in VR. So, in VR, um, well, I've been playing a few things. Um, I, I, what's the best thing to start with? Well, I'll talk about playing Vader Immortal. So, I got all... I already had the first one, which played on the Oculus Rift. Um, it's a very simple, uh, visually simple game, graphically simple game. So it's playable on the, the Quest 2 um, without any adjustment and runs well. So what it is, is kind of an intro to VR kind of thing. If you've played the, the Batman VR game, um, it's kind of in that mould. So it's supposed to introduce you into the world. The fact that it's something that you already know visually is very a good kind of stepping stone. So everyone knows Star Wars. Pretty much everyone knows Batman. So get going into a brand new disorientating place with those visual signposts is, is quite a good way of doing it. It's got very limited movement, very limited gameplay, but deliberately so. And yeah, you get to kind of like manipulate objects in the environment from a static position movement is teleport based not full motion control so people don't get sick so yeah it's very much your kind of hand holdy here's vr 
enjoy kind of experience rather than anything else so for me who's had vr for a very long time that's kind of that side of it's not necessary that's but that's fine that's not intended for me but where it really shines and there's a there's a couple of areas but the main way it really shines is the writing and the lore so it's it's very very star warsy uh but not in a parodic kind of a oh we you know we'll just chuck in a load of star wars tropes and that will make it you know something that people will buy it actually has some time and thought put into it and you play a sort of acolyte of vader um the reason that you're in the mix at all is because you're the only person who can help him find this artifact of power basically so typical kind of mcguffin kind of thing uh which you know it that is good enough because it allows the introduction of characters who live in the world where that artifact is and also some good history stuff about like your character's bloodline to give them a bit of backstory um but it also showcases vader of what he can do what his attitude is you know all that sort of stuff so he's kind of front and center when you whilst you're in first person and that's really good you also get to use lightsaber which is always cool there's loads of games that have pseudo lightsabers, but using a lightsaber within the actual Star Wars universe is always the kind of better thing to do. Uh, yeah, and apart from that, you know, they're only about half an hour, 45 minute experiences in chapters, and the three chapters have just completed the second one. But it's it's definitely one I would 100% recommend to you if you've only just started out with VR or you've not played it for a long time. It's one of those that you should definitely own, and at the moment, it's like, I'm not like you know trying to shill for for facebook but um it's uh it's really cheap at the moment in sale so if you're gonna if you are spending money on vr stuff that's oculus bound and oculus based then it's it's a it's a good one to go for so yeah yeah a good series very simplistic but good story well written very immersive and, and definitely worth a go especially if you're new to vr is it one of those that it has to be vr um like is it built around vr completely because i know we start to see more games which can be played either or uh but it does sound very much it is vr vr it is yeah it's 100 percent vr based yeah can't be played in 2d wouldn't make any sense it's yeah no fair enough fair enough not one i, I particularly will be interested in then because it just doesn't work for one-eyed people yeah fair play um, so me and the pirate in the goonies are screwed, really. <laughs> He's dead, so he can't anyway, but there you go. Well, there is that. Yeah, did the giant octopus get him or whatever? I don't know how he died, actually. Yeah. He was sat at his seat, so... Oh, that's interesting. I wonder how he did die. Oh, yeah. yeah. If anyone knows, let me know. Because now that's going to bug me. So I think it's now that's going to... He's like, more evidence of my... Old autism and ADHD because that is now going to bug me completely <laughs> not just the oh it's a little bit for the episode or anything that's now yeah that's that's I need to find out how one-eyed Willie died yeah yeah that's important uh, bloody hell moving on from Willie's I've, I've been playing Mr. Sun's hat box oh I've seen that go on now this is good like good good uh, not brilliant but good, good. Um, I, I really, really enjoyed it. 
Uh, so there's like there's this like little bit of base building to it. But it's mainly a 2D platformer. Um, and kind of what you do is you go through. It's like and you jump on enemies' heads to kill them, or you get weapons to kill them as you go through these levels to achieve these like little mini goals that you have to do. All because you are tracking down uh, someone's hat box that was stolen for them. Um, that's that's the premise of it. You was delivering a hat box to somebody. It got stolen. They're not bothered about it. They went, oh, it's all right. I'll order another one. But you're like, no, I must deliver this hat box. So you set up this entire like base of operations under this under Mr. Sun's hat box shop. Um, you set up this whole base of operations and you upgrade it and you're basically on the warpath to try and get this hat box back. That's the premise of the game. Um, and you go through and... When you're doing, you like you could like you knock enemies out. You could either then kind of, do you know, in Metal Gear Solid Five, where you balloon them to your base. Yes, I don't know what that's called. It's called Fulton, the the Fulton system. Yes, yeah, yes, you could do that, um, and then they become like minions in your base, and they can start. You can then sort of like take their hats or send them out to do things and different different hats have different kind of ability upgrades and and little bits like that. Or you could choose just to murder. Um, and that's it. And you get the hat box, you come down, you build your base out some more, um, and you upgrade, you, you repeat, repeat, do it all again. Um, it's very silly, um, but it's brilliant for it. Um, I love silly games. I absolutely adore silly games, and this is a silly, silly game. Um, but I just, yeah, really enjoy just dipping in and out of every other day. Um, Nice. So yeah, it's it's just good. Um, and you can play it co-op, but I've only played it single player. Uh, it's brilliant in single player. Apparently, it's really really good in co-op. I would invite you a lot at some point. You will get this. It's got Steam Remote Play together, so you don't even need to buy it. Oh, lovely, nice. Uh, they're my favourite words. You don't even need to yes. buy it. Yeah, my favourite sentence yeah. in the world. But yeah, it, it it's good. Um, it's you know, twelve quidish. Yeah. Yeah, that's impulse territory for what you're getting here for me personally. Nice. Um, absolutely think it's brilliant and it's one of my surprises of the year. But I can't, there's not much to say because it's not deep. It's not a deep game with loads and loads that you've got to really talk about. It's just stupid fun. And God bless games that are stupid fun. Oh, completely. They're, they're so necessary. Yeah. Excellent. Um, so yeah that's all I'm going to say go and buy Mr Sun's hat box um, do it do it now sweet what's next Joe? well I've been once more dipping into the ancient past of the Jedi and uh, what I've been playing is a total VR conversion of Jedi Outcast in VR oh which one's that so that's is it Jedi Outcast see the old man senior moment now I'm pretty sure it is but yeah no um Star- uh, so there was Dark Forces and then there was Dark Forces 2 Jedi Summit hang on let me look can't me check my notes oh wait is it, is it Jedi Knight 2 Jedi Knight that's Jedi right Outcast. that's it and then Jedi Knight they they dropped the Dark Forces bit called it Star Wars Jedi Knight 2 Jedi thingy Gamecube uh, did it come out on the- yeah it did it did come out on the Gamecube right that's where I remember it from there's about 
5,000 different versions of Star Wars with similar names on GameCube. So, right, we're good. God, you carry on. Oh, no, 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 that's it's fine. Brilliant. I, I, it's I... brilliant. <laughs> yeah. The original game is brilliant. That's right. So, yeah, it went um, Star Wars Dark Forces, Star Wars Jedi Knight Dark Forces 2, Star Wars Jedi Knight 2 Jedi Outcast, and then Star Wars Jedi Knight Jedi Academy, which was Jedi Outcast 2. Yeah, nice. Yeah, if nice you and thought Call of Duty so. 4 Modern Warfare 2 was a confusing name, but you haven't played the Star Wars Jedi Knight series. Correct. So, yeah, I think I'm pretty confident they went for this one because um, it's the best of the series. Well, the best of the 3D series, um, at least in, in, in that kind of vein. Um, and, yeah, so what you do is you just download and sideload a, a conversion pack kind of thing. You get your original files from your copy of Jedi Outcast, which I had, because I what I recommend for anyone, even if you, obviously I know, you know money is always a factor, but every now and again there are sales of old LucasArts Star Wars games, and they sell them. It's for, two pound fifty one yeah, on Steam. And, yeah, exactly, and occasionally they're even cheaper than that. It's like they go for peanuts, and they sometimes do bundles of like the entire thing for a tenner with everything in it. And if you spot those definitely buy them because there's so many games in those in those packs that are worth a play even today and this one yeah so you just stick your original files in and you use a launcher that hooks them together and off you go and yeah it's basically jedi outcast in in vr and they've also because it's got this launcher thing it's it's got all the vr comforts that you'd expect so it operates properly as a vr game and not just like a shoehorned in one so, you know, you've got all the correct movement options and comfort and uh, non-puke options in there. And the way that menus appear and how the HUD is presented are all correct. Uh, so, it, oh, yeah. So there's there's a moment in Jedi Outcast that I think I remember where you kind of bring up these. It's not like a binoculars view, but you bring up this visor that's got a UI on it that allows you to zoom in and stuff. Please tell me they've nailed that in VR. Oh, I've not got to that yet, so I oh. don't know, but I will report back, I promise. Okay. Yeah, I did get the I did get the 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 what they called uh, the night vision visor. Yeah. But I couldn't I couldn't find out how to how to operate it. How to bring oh, it geez. up. Options. Okay, fair enough. Uh, yeah, well, I'll have a look and I'll report back uh, on that, definitely. Yes. Yeah. So it's not, obviously, so that's where I was going next, really, is that it's not perfect. These things are never going to be perfect because they are conversions by fans. Um, but by and large, it's really good. And uh, there's very, very little jank involved. Uh, switching weapons is easy. Um, the controls are mapped nicely, so you don't have to keep like going into the options and going, oh, I don't like that. Um, and yeah, I have not even got up to the bit where you have... Uh, a, a laser sword yet so I haven't even done the proper Jedi stuff but shooting the guns is great it works as you'd expect in VR really good it's a very very impressive little piece of you know side loaded technology yeah I, I love fan mods and stuff like that that just bring new life into old games like this and especially when they're great games yeah um, now I want to go and have a look see if I can mod the original um with like HD graphics and stuff like that, I think, uh, I think like fan conversions, yeah, not, not the shitty official versions. <laughs> yeah, well, you can definitely with um, 
with Jedi Outcast. There are, there's even in the launcher, there's an option to download mods, and there's also a separate menu with an option to download um, expansion packs, both the official ones and fan-made. So it's like really fully featured, very, very impressive stuff. It's great. Oh, yeah, I'm going to have to get on that at some point. I'm not a big Star Wars fan, but there's some of the Star Wars games I love. Yeah, well, that was the genius of the LucasArts era, wasn't it? That they, they were fundamentally they were good games, and the Star Wars part of it, it just elevated them. It, but it wasn't vital. It's for yeah, you know, like if you didn't like Star Wars or you had no affinity with Star Wars, it wasn't like oh well, I'm excluded then. Not at no. all. It was like you know, it'll just work for you as a great game. But if you like, Star and everyone Wars, loves a lightsaber. You can't well, not love a lightsaber. Precisely, precisely. So it's good um, stuff. Oh, no, little bit of information. Uh, I've been playing uh, not Jedi Survivor, the first one, whatever it's called. Uh, Jedi Outcast. Fallen no, Order. Fallen Order. Fallen Order. Yeah. Yes. That's the um, first one. I was, yes. Uh, been playing that, and I was like, this guy looks familiar. The main character looks familiar. I didn't realise he plays the American. He plays Ian in the American version of Shameless. Uh, oh right, he must have been a little kid, was he? No, that's been no. going for years. No, oh wow, like in his teens. I think he's like in his like late thirties now. No, or something. is he? Yeah, good yeah, lord. Yeah, he looks young. Yeah, I thought he's like twenty-four or something. No, no. Obviously, the digital version in Star Wars, they can do what they want with his face, but yeah, but, uh, but yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, but that that's him. He's in that, and he's in a few other bits as well. Apparently, he's quite a quite a fairly well-respected actor excellent well he's good in that game i, I thought he was yes yeah, he's yeah i think that's one of the things that makes that work is the uh acting in it's pretty decent yeah all the acting is is good in that i liked all of the characters especially the whatever she was the ninth sister is it yes yeah yeah i thought she was excellent as well yes yeah uh, but yeah, it's good. Um, I, but yeah, star wars jedi cast is probably the best non-spacey shooty star wars game i've ever played oh. um I really like the GameCube spacey shooty ones. I can't remember what they were called. No, this is what the Rogue the really Rogue Squadron good. games. The Rogue Squadron yeah. ones, yeah, I love them. They are my favourite all time Star Wars games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, apart f- from Pod Racer in the actual arcades where you actually got to sit in an actual pod with the proper with the, pod controls with the yoke. Yeah, that and the... yeah, but you can't recreate that at home properly, so it's kind of its own thing. Yes, yeah. Another shout out to the. Bespoke Arcades. arcade controllers, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway, moving on from Star Wars, otherwise, because I'm not even a big fan of Star Wars, so I don't want to spend too long chatting about it. Well, it is. It was May the Fourth yesterday, so you know, that's yeah. Star Wars Day. Um, something about the Sith today, is it, or whatever? I don't know. May the Sith. That should be tomorrow. Yeah, May the Sith. Or to, I don't know. Anyway, uh, something I've definitely not been playing. It's definitely not a game about drugs. <laughs> Um, definitely not some kind of management system. Definitely not some kind of early access simulation type game. <laughs> it's definitely not fried chicken. <laughs> Is that what it's called? That it's works. definitely not. Fried it's called chicken. definitely not fried chicken. Definitely not yeah. fried chicken. Okay, um, go on. So if, I'm intrigued. Did you, you have you seen Breaking Bad? God, yes, it's amazing. Right, when you sat there watching Breaking Bad, and you went, do you know what would be really good? A Breaking Bad game. Possibly, you might not. Have, no, but just, really, but, no. Just humour me. I go, oh, yeah, definitely. I always thought a Breaking Bad game would be good, Brad. 
I, I always thought a Breaking Bad game would be good, Brad. Yeah. Did you ever think that the bit you would want to do is the playing the part of Frigg and setting up a, a, a chicken shop to distribute drugs? <laughs> no, I definitely didn't think that. Well, if you did think that, then your dreams have all come true. <laughs> because that's what definitely not fried chicken is. It's a business management game. You set up a, a business front um, and you use it to basically become a crime lord and peddle drugs. Um, wow. So it's chicken in the front, drugs in the back, essentially. <laughs> nice. And it's good. Um, yeah. It's not perfect, uh, but it knows what it wants to be. Um, there are Breaking Bad references in there, quite clearly and obviously. It, I, 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 You know, if I, we were scoring games, this could be the perfect game. If it wasn't chucking a Breaking Bad reference in, it'd be a two out of ten. Because, you, it, yeah, it's there. You've got to do it. Yeah, it's like sometimes you play a game, and you go, "Did you really need that reference? This needs to have Breaking Bad references in it." Um, yeah. Um, so you know they they do a uh, there's like a car wash joke in there and, and stuff like that. But anyway, yeah, just as a management sim type game, business sim, really good, works really really well. But having that two layered thing going on where you've actually got to produce a successful shop in the front, but also there'd be a successful drug lord behind the scenes, works in a way that I didn't expect it to work. I thought they'd, like, fight with each other too much and just be a bit, eh. But, no, it works so, so well. Um, and, yeah, you can choose which sort of drugs you want to sell. You, but you've got to then sort of, like, when you set your business up at the front, you've got to make sure, like, your business workers get all their comforts dealt with as well so the people are working like selling the, like your foods or whatever they've got to have a break room and toilets you've got to keep it clean you've got to keep the customers happy all whilst at the back of your shop or whatever or whatever you've built you're selling copious amounts of drugs and there's all kinds of murder going on in the background and everything and it's just it's brilliant i love it oh, um, yeah. it's still only early access and i absolutely love it um and people die you've got to worry about mortality as well and yeah it works Wow. God, that sounds really cool. And, and, you know, best title of a game ever, pretty much. So, yeah, that's nice. It's, uh, yeah, it's 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 really, really sort of like in-depth. And it shouldn't be a good game because I've, I've played, like I've touched upon, like oh, Drug Dealer Simulator, I think it is. And it's like, yes, yeah, it's crap. You're just hoping it will sell because it's like about drugs or whatever. Edgy, yeah. Uh, no, this... Nails it. This this isn't glorifying the drugs in any way. I'm going. Oh, look at us with drugs. It's a fan project almost for Breaking Bad lovers. That that's almost what it is. Yeah. Um. And yeah, it's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And I adore it. And I want to keep playing it. And but again, it's early access, and I hate trying to play early access games all the way through. Um. I need to step back from it, but it's very difficult to. It's good. Yeah. Ah, brilliant. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. Sounds really, yeah, right up your street. Yes, yes. Um, And yeah, I am the one who knocks and all that Mm -hmm. or something. (laughs) Whatever. I am definitely not the one who knocks. (laughs) Yeah, definitely not me. Um, There's our podcast title, by the way. Definitely not a podcast. Ah, yeah. There you go. Nice. Um, But yeah, no, that's, that's, that's it. It's been a weird old week, just ignoring the fact that 
Oh, actually, before we go, before I shut myself up, um, did you see the massive own goal by East Midlands Trains or whatever it was? I didn't. And the scones? No. So, apologies to whatever trade companies. It's like East Midlands Railway or something like that, I think. Um, basically done this big thing. Like, it was really, like you said, I was so proud of it. They went, oh, for the Queen's, uh, the King's Coronation, not the Queen's Coronation, that's, that's what's that? If you breathe, that's uh, necromancy. Yeah, it'd be very stinky. Yeah. That, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'd watch some necromancy on TV on Saturday. Mm. That'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, where was I going? East oh, Midlands yeah, Trade train. Company. Yeah. Yes. Uh, thank you. Uh, basically went, oh, if you're travelling down to London, we're giving away a limited selection of uh, scones. The question is, are you jam first or cream first? And they love it, right? They love what they've done, this little promotion thing. The scones are available in limited numbers to certain first-class passengers only. Um, yeah, uh, put it this way. They've kept it up, but they've got rid of any ability to reply to the tweet because it's not gone down well. <laughs> yeah, that is a massive own goal. Definitely yeah. not scones. Yeah. People turning round and going, why can't you just, you know, what about the poor plebs on the normal train who are crammed in having to stand up or stand next to toilets for two hours because you don't maintain things properly? People going, me and my disabled son got on and we couldn't get seats on one of your trays despite booking. Um, I was going, why don't you just feed the homeless instead? Um, and or instead of paying for people to have scones, why don't you stop putting your prices up randomly whenever there's a big event on, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. It's not gone down well. Oh. And then the odd person going, oh, they try and do something nice and people just moan. I know. There's always one. There's always one who yeah. does that, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's, there's this one guy, um, PR and D or something like that, um, who said, um, have you got a specific kid's carriage? And I was like, that's a bit weird. We're talking about scones. Why do you need to know about a kid's carriage? <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. <laughs> yeah. Red flag. Yeah. Um, hey, if I'm going to get cancelled in America, I'll go all out and just screw it. Hey, why not? In America, kids yeah. are being made to work now. Have you seen this? No. Le- I can't remember which state, but there's a state that's legalised child labour. It might be Indiana, but I might be wrong. Uh, so that's that's fun for the kids. I mean, are they are they doing it like so? What we're gonna do? Obviously, we're making it illegal to transition, and we're gonna force kids to detransition. But because we're America and we don't give free health care, we're gonna make the kids go to work to pay for their detransitioning that they don't want. Is that possibly what's happening? Well, that would make that would be perfect <laughs> vertical integration, wouldn't it? That'd be, <laughs> yeah, because then you could funnel the money from any of anything that has to happen back to the uh, back to the capitalists. So yeah, works perfectly. I tell you what, there you go. If you are dope games, also a great name for a developer, by the way. If you're making a drug based yeah. video game, if you're dope games, you want to add some DLC, the detransitioning child trafficking. Work simulator, yeah, as a third of child labor simulator, yeah, 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 excellent. Um, you know, nice anti trans message and all that with it as well, exactly. Oh, yeah, there we go, giving out free ideas as well as a podcast. Look at that, yes. Um, just to clarify, um, allegedly on the uh PR Andy bit, we didn't mention any names, so come at me, bro. Um, and yeah, we just said families could be talking about anyone, also, trans rights are human rights. Secondly, stop using kids as guinea pigs for everything. 
Thirdly, just be good to each other. And something, something, capitalism bad. Don't sue me, Steph. <laughs> yeah, you'd think that that was like fairly basic, be good to each other, but it really isn't, is it? It's like, yes. let's create a group of people who we can legitimately, le- by the state, the, the state legitimizes as people you're allowed to be horrible to. It's like, no, 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 that never works. Sorry, that's wrong. Yeah, we've got to be like, so yeah, black people are out now. Gay people are just out now. They're safe. They're safe now. So we've got to choose something else. Women, you obviously can't go after women anymore. So we'll pretend that you know the trans people are going after women, and they are the demons for the next 20, 30 years. Oh yeah, but you can you can legislate over you know people with uteruses um, reproductive rights, which basically turns them into household slaves. So there is still that for for the capitalists. But yeah, let's we're not we're not going to fall down that rabbit hole again. Um, yeah, I, I, well, I got to vote in the local elections last night, so I voted for extremely left-leaning party. So that made me. <laughs> I thought he was going to say, I, gonna say I, I went full BMP. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't think that's on the cards. But uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I feel a little bit better today because I was able to exercise my democratic right. I had to show ID, of course, which is fundly, fundamentally uh-huh. undemocratic. But Wrong. you know, yeah, I did uh, it because of all that voter fraud. <laughs> no. Was it? What was it? Seven counts of possible voter fraud, zero proven. Yeah, I know. Uh, and two million people now can't vote. I know, because you have to produce, um, you have to get a polling card, which you have to apply for. It's all linked to the electoral roll. You have a number that's assigned against your polling card. There's all these things that are already said. Anyway, we all know what the real reason is, but yes. I, yeah, we're going to show Now, it. I'm not uh, going to lie. I currently live in a Tory stronghold. Um... I could commit voter fraud and wouldn't make a blind jot of difference because it's a massive Tory area. And I'm moving out of the area. I didn't vote because, one, yeah. I haven't got the right ID. Um, two, I don't want to be here anymore. And three, it's the one place I know where I am where my vote actually does not matter. Yeah. Um, it's not even close. Um, Vicky Ford for Chelmsford... Um, who wanted to take away kids' meals and stop kids eating, still got in with a massive majority. So there's no point. Nice. Viva Essex. Um, so, yeah, I'll, when I'm back in the northwest, I'll start voting again, uh, where my vote probably equally doesn't matter because it's such a Labour stronghold. <laughs> so I'll just... But I can vote, and they'll go, well, that's my vote there because that's what I'd vote anyway. Yeah. and in At the, the moment, lesser of two evils and that. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. So... On that note... I'll shut up now, by the way. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> uh, just one quick gaming shout-out before we go. I wanted to mention that I completed Rusted Moss, which I was talking about last week. Um, yes. I, it gets very much better after the first couple of hours. It's not bad in the first couple of hours, but I was still a bit kind of like, eh. But, um, yeah, especially with the ex- accessibility settings, I played it entirely with, the with like, cheats basically enabled because it was just ridiculously hard without them. But the developers had factored that in and it didn't unbalance the game to the degree where it stopped being fun. So, yeah, Rusted Moss went all the way through it. Really, really good. Got some excellent design that really starts to pay out later on in the game. It's about a 10-hour sort of experience. Um, It really deserves to be on your radar if you like Metroidvanias. But 
that's it from us. So, in the meantime, enjoy the King's Coronation weekend if you're in the UK. Even if you're Definitely not... Definitely not being sued. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> it. Well, if we're black bagged and taken off and shot in the back of the head, you'll know exactly who committed that. Um, but then you'd never hear of it, would you? So, yeah. And in the meantime, enjoy any free time you manage to carve out for yourselves. Use some of it, if you can, to follow all of our content on all the usual socials. And until next time, stay safe and stay sane. Thank you.